Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I feel like this episode needs no introduction. So I really don't want to waste your time talking before getting into it because it is one of the best episodes I feel like I've had in a long time. Sophia really delivered. She was so open and so honest and you got to love her for it, you know, like for whatever side you're on, not that there should be sides. One can never say that Sophia isn't so open and so real and so honest. And it's just such an amazing, incredible quality. And I commend her for that. Um, Towards the end of the episode, Sophia mentions how she has one, one of her rules is she thinks the guy should like the girl more. We clearly are going to need to do a part three because this is our second episode we've recorded together where we go over the dating rules because I think we're a lot more aligned than we realize on them. But I'm really, really excited for you to hear this episode. The next episode I do is going to be an entire solo episode. So we're going to get to all the questions and and more. But for now, I really just want you to Enjoy every minute of Sophia. So here it is. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be back with the Sophia Franklin. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. Thanks for being back. So last time you were on the show, I started with how old are you and where are you from, which I like do a lot with episodes, but I'm trying to switch it up. Okay. So instead, we're going to start with, have you ever been in love? We're just going to jump right in, like oh, yeah. fucking cannonball into the uh-huh. pool. Have I ever been in love? Yes. I want to say, yes, I have. But I was having this conversation actually two days ago, and someone said, if you have to question if you've ever been in love, that means that you haven't been in love. Mm. What do you think about that? I agree. I think that there are like different types of love, but I agree that if you have to question it, it wasn't love. Okay, well, is it bad that I just thought about all of them and I was like, was that, was that, was that? A little bit, but I feel like you were just (laughs) in this like very long, serious relationship. Like how long were you guys together? Oh my God. I think we were together close to four years. Yeah, that's a long time. That is very long. I feel like you can't be together with someone for four years if there was no love to hold it together at some point, at least. That's true. No, I was, you know what? I was totally in love with him at a certain point, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I want to say that that's really the only time. Mm hmm. And I know you've spoken about it on your podcast, but Mm -hmm. for our listeners, what happened? What went went wrong with that relationship? Can I say, can I call him what the world calls him? Suit man. Suit man, of course. So I think there were, (laughs) there were a few different things that happened. 
I think that, and I don't know if I've ever openly spoken about this part of it, but I, as much, well, everyone knows. I mean, what was it? Two years ago, there was, our relationship was very public and there was a very public dramatic thing that happened that really put both of us were kind of being dragged through the media and like put through the ringer, mm-hmm. right? And we stuck by each other like when that whole thing happened and for, I don't know, over a year after it happened and we stood by each other and never for a second did I think, oh, maybe I don't want to be with this person or this is too much. This was too taxing on our relationship. But I do think looking back, what happened was we both kind of had to go into survival mode and we were both just trying to keep our heads above water and when you're in that kind of headspace, you you really don't have the capacity to care about another person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Meaning like you didn't have the capacity to care about each other. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm like, how am I going to get out of bed in the morning? Mm-hmm. You know? Because you're both like depressed. You're both yeah. underwater. But yeah. part of me is like, that's in a way, it's like a trauma bond. And you would think that like that brings you closer than anything else. So... I have done some research on what a trauma bond is, and I'm very confused by what exactly it means. Yeah. So I feel like you would you would be better. I I mean, I don't know exactly, but I'd imagine that it's two people who experience the same trauma and therefore have like an understanding of each other on a deeper level that like no one else has. Like, for example, Prince Harry and William. They tra- they were trauma bonded from losing their mom. Like they had yes. the same experience going through that. Right. But now like they fell out. So I don't know. Maybe it's not something that keeps you together, but it's just something that happens that ties you to one another at a certain point in your life. Yeah. I mean, maybe it. T- See, I'm going to I would actually argue that the opposite can happen where it was so hard for both of us that I didn't want to talk about the trauma and trigger something mm-hmm. for him, you know? Yeah. And I think he kind of felt the same way. Mm-hmm. So we would kind of like avoid that conversation. I mean, maybe in the moment we felt close to each other because, you know, but I don't know. I, I don't think it brought us closer by any means. Yeah. But I'm also not going to sit here and say like, oh, it was just that one thing that was the reason that we didn't work out. I think... We were very different. He was 11 years older. Mm-hmm. That's like a significant age difference. Yeah, definitely. Which I've always been into older guys because I just don't think men are men until they're 35. Yeah. I think they're, you know, prepubescent right. boys until they're 35. Like, I don't think they can be loyal or good boyfriends or anything until after that age. But he was that age. He was. Yeah. But I think the 11 years, but also just his personality was like kind of that of, he reminds me of like the the grandpa from Up. Yeah. Like that was, that was his personality. But that's a great personality as far as I remember. I mean, <laughs> it can be, but when you are me, Sophia Franklin, and I'm, you know, in my late 20s, like I'm a little bit or in the past, a little bit of a party girl. I mean, he was sober, which I know you are, which yeah. can be, which is can be a great quality. Right. But on top of that, vegan, 
Oh, that's a lot. We're listening to classical music. Oh, you can't mix the sober and the vegan. No, see, that's no you me. really can't. Like, you have to choose one. You can't be like sober, vegan, and into CrossFit. Yeah. It's one or none. You know what's so hilarious? Anytime I bring up the qualities that he had, yeah. sober, people are like, okay like yeah. anything and then when i drop the vegan card right. they're like oh hell no i mean listen there's nothing wrong <laughs> with vegans and like for my vegan listeners like i do love you a lot but it's it's like you can't be everything it's like you can't yeah. be like rude and bitchy right. and, and like, have a shitty have no personality it's like you have to choose yep. one thing and if you're gonna be all the things then you better just like be so phenomenal Yes. Other than being sober and vegan right. and whatever. So we have like a Harvard graduate. Yeah. Which is your boyfriend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harvard grad, sober, vegan, classical music, you know. And he's a let's Leo. Let's read a book. And he's a Leo and you're a Cancer. So like different. Different it, but, strokes. Okay. I yeah. see. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. A little bit different. Yeah. So, okay. It was so, too much. I'm yeah. like, can we, can we just let loose? Can right. We just, can we have fun? But the for fact like that you were together seconds? for four years, like, I mean, at one point you guys obviously had to have been compatible. Yes. How because, did you guys meet again? Raya. Okay. Which, <laughs> yeah. Raya, just at any mm-hmm. moment in time you want to let me back on, that would be great. I'm, full, oh, I'm fully, fully banned from Why? Raya. Why? What'd you do? You talked about it on your show. No, you know what? I actually did an episode titled Free Raya Passes. Oh, God. Where me and my friend just told everyone we would give them like a free Raya pass. Okay, that'll do it. And they, yeah. they didn't like that mm-hmm. very much. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> okay, so you met I you met it was him a great then. promo. But you were together for, for four years. So I was saying that like you guys must have been compatible. And then you were going to say because. We were very compatible in a lot of ways. And I think for my personality... I need to be with someone who's a little bit like the grandpa from Up, yeah. you know, because I'm so like. Can you just wall. for anyone who hasn't seen Up, like, <laughs> what do you mean by that? Just, I, I wish you could. I wish they could see a picture. Oh, De- someone will put De- a picture on De- it. For De- this. Definitely, yeah. Yummy. He's a old man who lost his wife, and he's a little bit. He's angry at the world and Suitman was not. Yeah. But he's just very reserved. He does not want to leave the house ever. Yeah. And it's just it just old grandpa that you would like see, you know, sitting on the porch. Yeah. With like an iced tea. Right. And you like you're still young. When you guys went through that, you were what, like 26, 27? Yeah. So you like that's like the prime of your going out years. Yes. And you felt like he was just older, dragging you down, et cetera. Were you having sex still at the end of your relationship? Okay, so that's another really interesting question is we, I didn't want to have fucking sex after that shit went down. That was like the last thing on my mind, yeah, right? Yeah. I think when you're really depressed, you know what? Sometimes when I'm sad, I like want to up the sex, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is going to make me feel better. Right. We talked about that on your podcast. Okay. Yeah. But other times it's the last thing I want to do. And I also think that was a huge part of the relationship that went out the window. Mm -hmm. And it is so important to continue having sex. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. Okay. So you weren't having sex so towards the end of the relationship we would we would Lindsay. and this is how fucked up it was i would i remember being like 
can we just do it as like a quickie? Yeah. That I started calling them quickies. Yeah. Like just get it done. As for him, not even for, for you. Yeah, like not you didn't care me. if you came. No. I'm like, okay, like, sure. Like, let's do it. But like yeah. a quickie. Yeah. Like um, you have, you have under five minutes. Right. And you just like disassociate yeah. and like it's over. That's, right. Yeah. No, I've, I've been <laughs> in that relationship where you just want to like get it over with. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Dipsy. We were talking all about sex in this episode and losing it, having it when you're in a relationship and how important it is. But what about when you're by yourself? You should still be able to pleasure yourself and make yourself feel good. You deserve to, especially if your love language is physical touch like mine. Dipsy is an audio app full of Hundreds of short, sexy stories designed for women by women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. You can discover stories of second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. Whatever you're into, there's something for you. Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voice acted by people of color. You've never heard celebrities like this before. You can hear your favorite celebrities reading the sexiest stories. You can favorite yours and listen to them again and again. And Dipsy also offers sleep stories, wellness stories, and sexy stories that you can read if you like that literatica. So for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash acme. That's 30 days of full access for free. So run that bath and get in when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash Acme. Dipsy stories.com slash Acme. What's up, everyone? I'm Sheena Shea. You may know me from nine seasons of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, but I'm here to tell you about my podcast called Shenanigans. We talk about everything from reality TV, pop culture, relationships, parenting, and invite you to join the conversations with Q&A sessions where nothing is off the table. There's so much more I want to share with you. Thanks for listening and make sure to subscribe to Shenanigans to stay up to date with new episodes every Friday. What's interesting to me is like, I feel like there's this phenomenon going on and then I want to go like wrap up this relationship Mm -hmm. where women have higher sex drives than their male partner. Mm -mm. And I've seen it over and over again, like want to do a whole episode on it because I just feel like everyone I talk to is has a higher sex drive than their than their partner. Have really? you experienced that? So you're saying right now you're noticing a phenomenon where women are having the higher sex drive. Oh yeah, totally. I have not noticed that. I mean, in this relationship that I'm taught, I I would say in every relationship I've been in, the dude has had a higher sex drive. Interesting. But do you th- consider yourself to have a really high one? No. I would say mine's average. Yeah. I mean, it's like, what is a high sex drive? Yeah. Like you want to have sex more than three times a week. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So maybe I'm in the high range. Right. I don't know. What is considered? I High sex drive to me is like, for example, I'm seeing someone right now and it's every day. Right. Well, I think like we're talking a difference of like seeing someone when you're not like in an official relationship yet versus like three years in, you know what I mean? Right. Like three years in, if you're fucking three times a week, I think that's a blessing. 
Okay. But like, I think that like in the first year, like you should be fucking every day. Like, you know what? You're so right. So I don't know. So around the three year mark, yeah. you think it slows down drastically? I, I, I don't think like, I think just life gets in the way. Like you're like working, you're tired, you're awake, you're this. Like <laughs> you're it's tired, just you're it's awake. a lot, like a lot of different things <laughs> in the middle of it. But I mean, right. in an ideal world, I'd like to have sex every day, obviously. Yes. But there is something like that first year, right? Yeah. Like you shouldn't take your hands just, off each other. Yeah. Right. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Okay. So going back to Zoom, man. So you guys, you moved back to the city separately. Had you already T- broken up? By together. Then? Okay. So you were living. So you were together in the city. Shit went down. COVID went down. You moved into your mom's basement. You then move back to the city together, move in together. Well, then we you didn't break up. move in together. Okay. Which was out a red flag for him. <laughs> like, maybe, yeah. Maybe that you didn't want to. I did not. No, I didn't. Which I did not know that I wanted to break up at that moment in time. I just thought to myself, I was kind of robbed of this whole living on my own thing, right? When COVID happened, yeah. I went and lived with my mom. And it's not so much that like, I don't love you and I don't want to be with you. I just, I want to experience that before I get married. And he did not like that at first, but then he came around to it and it was fine. But I would say about a month before moving back to the city, even though we, you know, we were going to live in separate places. I already knew that I wanted to to end things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you did that, was it like a sense of relief? Was it sadness? Had you already kind of mourned the relationship when you were in it? It was all of the above. Mm-hmm. All of the above. It was really, really sad. It was, there was a there was a part of me where I didn't know if I had done the right thing, which that's a really hard part of breaking up with someone that I feel like people don't really talk about or acknowledge is, I think a lot of people stay in relationships because how are you supposed to really know? Yeah. You know? Well, well, I think if there's any sense of relief at all when you break up, then you made the right decision. I feel like I when I saw you, because we ran into each other at a yeah. party six right. months ago or something. Right, right, right. And I think you did tell me that. It made me feel better because yeah. there was this little sense of relief for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. And also like you had had so many doubts yeah. before that. Yeah. And like with your person that you end up with, if that's what you want, like you're not going to have those doubts. Right. So you have zero doubts with, with zero your doubts. Husband, you're married. Zero, which is so fucking crazy. Like, do I have some times where I'm like having an ick moment or like <laughs> you're annoying? Like, yes, but, but doubts never, never shockingly like every person before him. I wanted to change things about. So how long have you been with him? We've been together for three years now, a little over three years. A little over three, and that's not just married. You mean like you met? Him yeah, a yeah, yeah. Over. Start to finish. Okay, or start got to it. now. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, babe. Bye. The Bye. Way. After this episode. Yeah. Bye. Okay, so do you guys talk anymore? Nope. I will be a completely open book. I have tried to reach out to him seven or eight times. He will not speak to me, will not respond. He's, he must be really hurt, obviously. I also, there was like some overlapping. Okay. On my end. Which is your forte, I yeah. feel. So there was like a little cheating-ish 
okay. stuff going on. With who? With mm, with with Birkin Boy? No, actually with someone else. Okay. Birkin Boy is the, the boy who um, Birkin Boy bought is the, Sophia the right. Birkin. Yes. Listen to our episode of her podcast if you want to understand. <laughs> yes. Everyone get yourself a Birkin so, boy, so, by the way. Oh yeah. So who was the who was the cheating with? Just a random. Random. Some some guy that's in LA. Find out? He went on Reddit. Oh God. How does Reddit know? <laughs> Reddit will fucking they know everything. Wow. Everything. Crazy. So mm-hmm. honestly, how did he find out? I was more shocked, like how like how did it go on this long without him knowing? Mm. But mm. I came clean. Yeah. Which th- people get very upset with me every single time I talk about cheating. But I do just want to say I did come clean. The old me would have been like, what are you talking about? Try to gaslight the fuck right, out of someone. Right. In this instance, I just I owned up to all of it. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm so sorry. It happened at this time. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He was going to forgive me is kind of the craziest thing, which I was not expecting. I think men are more likely to forgive women for cheating than we are men. Okay. Yeah. That's that's really interesting. Yeah. I think we feel a little bit more of a betrayal. Right. But but he was like ready to forgive. And you were like, oh, no, I cheated and I'm done with you. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So he said, I'm you know, what? I'm willing to look past this. You and I have gone through a lot. Let's just go to therapy. Let's figure it out. And then on top of that, I said, well, I don't want to go to therapy yeah. and figure it out. And you had never gone to therapy with him before that? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what are your views on cheating today? I think that cheating is absolutely not okay. I don't... I'm a little bit... I don't know if I'm jaded or cynical or what it is. I think it's something I don't think it should end a relationship Mm -hmm. per se you Mm -hmm. know but I don't I don't think it's okay I don't yeah yeah but people really take cheating and they take it and they're like think it's the worst thing in the entire world to ever happen to a relationship and the relationship needs to end like there's nine times out of ten there's a reason that someone is feeling the need to cheat or feeling like it's okay to cheat or even using that outlet. You know? Would you get into a relationship today if there was a possibility that you would want to cheat on that person? Like at the age that you are? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. You know what? As, as I get older, it's definitely more and more of a serious thing, right? Yeah. Like, because I kind of was very flippant about it throughout my entire 20s yeah, whatever right I'll just do it now I take it a lot more seriously because I think now <laughs> not that I have more feelings but I saw how much it hurt yeah the pro and right he's the one guy that I love yeah so. and, it, and it's it shows in that you're not rushing into a relationship like even like Birkin boy for example like you're not getting into a relationship with him mm-hmm. because maybe you still have other things to get out of your system maybe you don't know that you would be able to be loyal to you know like you're thoughtful exactly. about it now exactly yeah here's the thing about our friends they're amazing and we love them but are they always honest with us or do they tell us what we want to hear a lot of the times they tell us what we want to hear so we can't trust our friends with medical advice. That is one thing, especially that you really can't be telling your group chat, hoping for an answer. 
That's why we at We Met at Acme partnered with ZocDoc. ZocDoc is truly the best place to find an actual medical doctor. And thousands of medical professionals are on ZocDoc are there to help you. It's like talking to a friend, but instead they're being completely honest with you and giving you the expert advice that you really need. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. You can filter by insurance, by your address or wherever your zip code and make sure that you find an amazing doctor in your vicinity that is free within 24 hours, which is actually unheard of. You can go to ZocDoc.com slash Acme and download the ZocDoc app for free and then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours, as I mentioned before. That's ZocDoc.com slash Acme. ZocDoc.com slash Acme. And make sure you use that link so that they know that you found out about ZocDoc from our podcast. ZocDoc.com slash Acme. This episode is also supported by Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I'm actually in Miami right now as I'm recording this with my travel packs because I bring them wherever I go so that I stay regular and stay on my veggie and good things for me game. The way that I take my AG1 is I take a tall glass of water one scoop of athletic greens and I mix it up. I add a couple of ice cubes to keep it cold, my metal straw, and that's it. I drink it. It actually tastes good. When you first drink it, you're like, hmm, this is a weird, different new thing. And then you just become obsessed with the taste. Like every one of my friends that also drank AG1 they're like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with the taste of this and I crave it. And that's exactly how I feel too. Imagine craving something that's actually good for you. It's really, really amazing. And it makes me feel ready to go. Like I'm doing something good for my body. I'm giving my body the nutrition it craves and I'm covering all my bases. You know, it's really powerful because it's only this one scoop of powder, but it has every healthy vitamin and mineral and nutrient that you could ever need. It's been part of millions of mornings since 2010 for a reason. It gives you increased energy and mood support, making it easy to live your best life. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Acme. That's athleticgreens.com slash Acme. So last time we spoke, it was like heat of the pandemic. I think it was like 2020, like spoke on my podcast <laughs> since then. So now it's like three years later, let's say, which is crazy. That is, Two years that's later, three. Really scary. I don't know. Yeah. We had spoken, obviously, about the call her daddy drama, like uh -huh. when all the shit went down. Now that you've had perspective, assuming you've been to therapy like we all have, mm -hmm. has your perspective on it changed? And you're like, I'm happy this happened or whatever. I would not say I'm happy it happened, but I don't look at it and I'm not 
<clears throat> I don't have regrets about it. Mm -hmm. I think I was probably, you know, when we spoke, I probably was putting up a little bit of a front, right? Yeah. When I went on your show, mm -hmm. I was probably a little bit in my defense mode. Like, I am fucking thriving. I'm doing incredible, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, Because I felt like I had to. Mm -hmm. I'm sure internally I was feeling a little bit mentally fucked up. Right. But now two or three years later, I... I'm the happiest I've ever been. Mm -hmm. I think there was a reason for it. Am I happy it went down that way? I wouldn't necessarily say I'm happy it went down that way, but I think that I'm going to look back and be like, that was the best thing to ever happen to me. Mm -hmm. Do you, when looking at like your fallen relationship with your mm -hmm. former co-host? Yeah. Do you look at it like you lost a friend or like you lost a business partner or both? Mm -hmm. Lost a business partner. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't think that a real true friend, anything like that would have ever happened, mm -hmm. to be perfectly honest. Mm -hmm. And today, do you have any mutual friends that like still link you together? No. Really? Not no. one? Mm -mm. I'm shocked. Yeah. Interesting. And, yeah. You, and you still haven't like had any urge to like communicate again? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No, mm -hmm. my ex-boyfriend, different, different story. Like I've, I've definitely tried to reach out to him, but with her, no. I mean, you have to also remember like the last time we had spoken, I had reached out to her two times in a row mm -hmm. Yeah, and people will, will let you know if they want to, you know, right. if they want to speak to you or not. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to chase someone. Yeah. Agreed. Well, especially after what happened. Right. No, of course. Yeah. What is one thing that you wish people knew about that situation that they still don't know? Ooh, Lindsay with the hard hitting <laughs> questions. Something I wish people about that situation would understand. It's just, it was such a complex fucking situation. But I do think that the narrative out there was girl starts dating guy, guy tries to come in, takes over the business and girl allows it to happen. Girl is in me. And I would just like to make it very fucking clear. Like no one, no guy tells me what to do. Yeah. Right. And I think the narrative is still very much like there were two partners, one won and got a shit ton of money and the other one lost and like walked away with nothing. And it's like, that's not, it wasn't as simple as that. And I think that, I think that people need to realize like this, you know, this is actually the biggest takeaway. It's going to be this right here. The shit that you read online mm -hmm. or in a magazine or in an article, it is never the true story. And it is terrifying to me to see people out here eat up the shit they read on the internet as if it is the bible right and the bible isn't real either yeah <laughs> so. mic drop no so i it's I, like yeah you know yeah i mean the way that i look at it as an outsider who uh -huh. really doesn't know anything right i see it as two like girl girls make a podcast together right one girl has a boyfriend yeah and the boyfriend says wait a second you guys are should be fucked. getting more money. Yep. Like this is ridiculous because he's has business experience. Right. 
girls go to boss to get more money. Mm-hmm. Boss says, fuck no. Mm-hmm. Girls think they're on the same page of like, okay, then we should go elsewhere and make more money. Girl without boyfriend goes back to boss and says, <laughs> yes. wait, I'm not upset. I'll stay. I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm not, a, I don't agree with girl and boyfriend. Right. Girl who has boyfriend and boyfriend basically get pushed out of the situation because yep. boss now says, okay, then stay, but it's just you yep. because I'm not dealing with that shit. Yeah. Girl stays with boss. <laughs> I hope everyone's not lost here. No, I, I'm and following. Then, and plays the long game in a way, right? Like, which you didn't know was a possibility. Right. Otherwise, I'm sure you would have tried to do that too. Right. Waits till someone comes to her and says, actually, we'll pay you that money. We'll buy you from this horrible boss. Yes. Then leaves and ends up getting a bag that, you know, should have been for the two of them. Right. Is that accurate? An accurate outsider's. Yeah, I think that's that is very accurate. Again, there are a lot of that's putting it at the most surface level quick, you know, like. I think boss and girl had a relationship that I was not aware of prior. I also think me, I think what bothers me the most about that situation is, has nothing to do with money or any of that. It's the betrayal because when it comes to men, I'm always like many shit don't trust them. I don't really expect much from them, which I'm starting to like get better about that mm-hmm. when it comes to women in my life. And if I decide you're one of my friends, I am ride or die yeah. loyal beyond belief. And I think that betrayal like really threw me for a loop. Yeah, because you have a very close relationship with your mom. Very. Right. And, and your Single dad mom. is like not in, in the, the picture. picture. Right. So it makes sense that you would have very healthy relationships with women and feel that way about men. Yeah. So when something like this happens, it's it's really it can fuck up your relationships with women. Yeah, for sure. I didn't even I, I couldn't comprehend, mm-hmm. you know, like I didn't betrayal is something I expect from men, never from a girl that I thought of as my sister right. and as my best friend. And I shared like my deepest, darkest secrets with. And, you know, it wasn't like she just came out and was like, you know, hush hush about the situation and just took it, you know, the classy route. It was right. like, how do we publicly destroy Sophia's yeah. image yeah. along with everything else that we're right. doing? Do you think that she's happy now? No. I think I don't think money makes people happy. Yeah, you posted something today actually, which I found really interesting. Will you read it? Yes. On my Instagram? On your Instagram. On it's my story. The fisherman. You need to remind me. Oh, you want story. me to you want me to read this? Yeah. Okay. On your story. <clears throat> in my in my poetry voice. Here yeah. we go. The industrialist was horrified to find the fisherman lying beside his boat, smoking a pipe. Why aren't you fishing? asked the industrialist. Because I've caught enough fish for the day. Why don't you catch some more? What would I do with them? Earn more money. Then you could have a motor fixed to your boat and go into deeper waters and catch more fish. That would bring you money to buy nylon nets. So more fish, more money. Soon you would have enough to buy two boats, even a fleet of boats. Then you could be rich like me. What would I do then? 
then you could sit back and enjoy life. What do you think I'm doing now? From Timeless Simplicity by John Lane. I really love it. I think to me that reads as money, more money doesn't buy happiness. Right. I'm I'm happy with, you know, I need, want to figure out how to enjoy life without it. But what? how do you interpret it? If you are not enjoying your life and you are not happy in the moment, every day you wake up and you think, oh, once I get this bag or this apartment or this boyfriend or this external thing, believe me when I tell you, you might end up, there's a very good chance that you do end up getting it and you are still not happy. Right. That is not what where happiness comes from. Yeah. It's that's why you have to choose every single day. Like you have to enjoy the journey. I mean, I sound like a fucking Hallmark card, but <laughs> you have to enjoy the journey and getting there because once you I mean, it's actually I have a great example. I remember living in Utah, which is where I was born and raised, and it's such a bubble, right? And I remember working at Morgan Stanley there. And every single day, I would think to myself, I just want to live in New York and I want to have a podcast. And I think I manifested it pretty well because that's literally what I'm doing now. But I thought to myself, oh, once I get all of that, I will be the happiest person on planet Earth. And I had a moment when I was living in New York and I had a podcast and I thought to myself, Sophia, you have fucking everything you want. Everything that like a few years ago used to sit in your cubicle wishing for. And how do you feel? And I felt okay, but it wasn't this like nirvana, you know, complete and utter happiness that I thought I was going to have. And so I think I just knew very early on, you need to be happy every step of the way. Mm -hmm. You're not going to like attain these things and then oh my God, like the happiness light bulb went off. Right. So that's that's kind of what I take from it. Yeah, I love that. I think it's a really good, really deep quote. Mm-hmm. And I just came off of having such debates. Have you seen Fleischman is in Trouble? No, what is that? It's a show on Hulu you need to watch. Wait, what is it called? Fleischman is in Trouble. I'll send it to you after. I'm I read so the excited. book. So like, I, I keep being like, I read the book. So everyone's, <laughs> you know, like that person who's like, I read, I read. Yeah. Um, but- so then I had to, I was like so excited about the show and there's this line and like, it's a couple fighting, they're getting divorced and the guy's like, money doesn't buy happiness. And mm-hmm. the wife is like, yes, it does. And like, I had this whole debate with my friends because I actually don't think she's wrong. And I don't think he's wrong. Mm. There's like an in-between, right? It's like yes. for like, you, you don't hear rich people say, sorry, you only hear rich people say money doesn't buy happiness. Mm. You know, like for people who are like trying to make ends meet, trying to put food on the table for their kids, like yeah. money would buy like money would make things easier for right. sure. Well, I but mean, too much money, like when yes. you already have something that you're happy with, that's when you go to like depression and, and money fucks you up. Like oh, the Jeff Bezos of the world. Right. The Kim Kardashians. There's no normal billionaire out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. They just don't exist. Yeah. I've met a few of them and they're like really the craziest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. You know I'm what sure. I mean? Yeah. But no, I think, I mean, there was a study done, right? And I think it said something about they measured people's happiness at every salary. And it said something like after 70K or something like that. And this is in a particular city. After 70K, I want to say it was like your happiness does not go up. 
Interesting. Yeah. So it's like you only need so much. Yes. And then you and like, then it does not affect yeah, your happiness. I believe that. I totally agree with yeah. that. Yeah. But no, I, I totally agree with you. People living in, you know, in poverty and all of that. Obviously, that's it's a different story. Yeah, it's true. OK, I have one more question. And then I'm going to do some rapid fire Ooh. questions for you. OK, you mentioned on your last podcast that you stopped taking Klonopin. Mm. Or trying to stop. Maybe you're weaning off of it. Yeah. And that you are doing dry January. Yes. And as we're filming this, it's still January. So how are you feeling? (laughs) I mean, I just had a sip of wine. Okay. (laughs) But I did dry January up until three days ago. Mm -hmm. So did I complete dry January? No, but I didn't have alcohol for a little over three weeks. Which at the rate I was going is like a significant break. Right. I mean, I was drinking almost every single day. Right. Not an excessive amount. You know, it was like two or three drinks, but it was every day. And I felt really good. I felt like I had a lot more energy. And to be frank with you, and this is... To be Franklin. <laughs> to be Franklin with a Y with you. Drinking, when I started drinking after those three weeks, it's like, I don't know if it's that fun. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, like I really, truly don't. Maybe if I was in a different setting because I was like working, I don't know. But I do think as I'm getting older, it's not as fun. The clonopin situation was very, very wild and crazy. Yeah, you had a panic attack so, and a with- withdrawal symptoms when you went off of it. Right. So I have been taking clonopin anywhere from two to four times a week for the past two years or something. Never, I've never taken it like multiple days in a row, really. I definitely would not take it every day, different amounts here and there. And I thought to myself, there's no way in fucking hell that I could be, my body could be dependent on something that I just take here and there. And I stopped taking it along with alcohol. And four days after, like, the last time I had taken Klonopin, and I talk about this on my episode, just this depression that was so scary. Yeah. And I kind of wrote it off, and I was like, oh, you're PMSing, whatever. And then the next day, not only did I have a panic attack, I had really scary physical symptoms. Right. My throat closed up. My Mm -hmm. skin felt like it was on fire. And so long story short... I started doing all this research. I talked to a psychiatrist. I had hundreds of nurses and doctors reach out and they all told me, you know, because they actually will prescribe benzos for people that are quitting alcohol. Right. And so for me to go and just quit alcohol along with benzodiazepines at the same time, was like a little bit too much for my body to handle. Yeah, cold turkey. Cold turkey for can both. Can be really scary. Yeah, and they, so my psychiatrist ended up saying, you know, let's let's taper off mm-hmm. the clonopin instead of cold turkey. Yeah, well, I, I think it's amazing that you've decided to do that for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, even even when I went cold turkey off of weed, which is like not, some people don't even consider it a drug. Right. I had crazy physical symptoms too. Stop. Like Swear to what? God, sweating, con- constantly sweating. No way. Yeah. Like shaking, sweating, couldn't eat, could not consume food. Wow. And it you felt, crazy. You felt sleep. sick. Insomnia. Oh, yeah. Insomnia, couldn't sleep, shaking, sweating. For how long did that so last? So irritable. Like, I would say like 
a week or two. Okay. But like once you get through that first week, I'm not saying like I'm not a, a, a doctor, right. but like once you got through that first week, it was like pretty much smooth sailing and like right. good sleep and whatever, but it was fucking nuts. See, that's what I'm, I'm wondering if I should taper off or if I should just do the cold turkey thing again. But I like, I legitimately have to plan that shit around work. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like right. I would not be able to go to work. Yeah, maybe you, you take a week off. You yeah. go to Amanyara, you live your life. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, we're going to do some rapid fire okay. poll questions. Yeah, if anyone knows a good detox facility, let me know. Oh, yeah. Slide into the DMs. Give her that free <laughs> detox. Yeah, I'll post and tag. Uh-huh. Oh, this is this is actually a selfish, a selfish question. Okay. My one-year wedding anniversary is on the Super Bowl. Same day. Okay. Should we go to dinner or should we say fuck it and watch the Super well, Bowl? Well, do you like football? No, but I love Rihanna and mm, Lady Gaga. Mm-mm. Is it Rihanna and Lady Gaga? Yes. Fuck it and watch the Super Bowl. Know, you can go to right? dinner whenever. I know. Or we'll do celebrate both. another time. Yeah. Yeah. As a woman, would you marry someone who has never made you have an orgasm, but they're otherwise perfect? You've no doubts otherwise. But they've never given you never orgasm. made you come. <laughs> no. Agreed. And 36% of women said yes, which is disturbing to me. I used to be that girl. I used to be like, you know what? They have everything else going. Like I can fucking use my vibrator now. Not no, so much. no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever checked like when you were dating someone checked their who they're newly following on Instagram? No. Stop. No. I don't know. Then why. you haven't been in love. <laughs> That, yeah. that's that's how we know i don't know yeah i mean the the guy that i said i was in love with did not have social media okay yeah so i mean you've gone on a few dates but nothing too serious he invites you out to meet his friends does this mean he's serious about you yes or no fuck no do you always love your significant other let's say if you're in a relationship the same amount or other times that you aren't as in love Ooh, um i think there's times where you're not yeah. as in love agreed is it ever acceptable for a boyfriend to swear at his girlfriend, including an offhanded fuck off? Nope. I go Agreed. crazy. What about for you to say to him? It's okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is toxic. <laughs> when is it normal to meet a person you're newly dating's friends? Three to five dates or six plus? I mean, I think three to six. I'm the type of bitch that like, I'll be like, oh yeah, my mom's here, you know, yeah. on the first date. Right. Like, I don't care. Yeah, surprise. You borrow something of a friend's and mail it back to her, but it's stolen off of her doorstep because she didn't tell you she was out of town. Do you pay her? It's a $500 item. No. Yeah, like she should have communicated. <laughs> yeah. That's can, a very interesting question. Yeah. I love that. Can a person ever find their significant other too attractive? Yeah. Yeah, like and put them on a pedestal in yeah. like a creepy way. Yeah, I think no, I, I've seen it. I'm like, no, you're just he has a lazy eye. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And and then they act, they let him <laughs> they let him trample all over them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I think And then it's like, but I have to stay with him because he's like the hottest guy. Which I know. is so like on the list of things that are important to me. That's so not like yeah. top three. Agreed. Are you a bad person if you have a one night stand with someone who you know is married? No. You're not a good person. You're not a good person, but like but I wouldn't. he's the bad fucking person. Yes. Yeah. He is a bad person. Also, yeah. I mean, I've never hooked up with a, someone that's married. To your knowledge. To my knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. That's what yeah. I always, you know, say is like, 
these men will say some they'll crazy lie. shit. Yeah, yeah, it's nasty. I think if I, I'm almost positive if I, if I knew a dude was legit married, I would not go right. that route. Is it possible to get a gut feeling you won't like a guy based on his dating app profile, or is that just being pessimistic? Pessimistic. Mm. You can. I. I mean, th- my ex, his dating profile. I had ignored him on Raya like five times. Yeah, and then Maybe my that mom. Was a sign. <laughs> Well, my mom took my phone one day and was like, why are you, you haven't hearted him? Yeah, yeah. Hearted it. And then we ended up together for four years. Yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Mother knows best. Yes. What's more awkward and an in-person job, quitting or saying goodbye to everyone? <laughs> saying goodbye to everyone. Yeah. Do you know someone who's cheated on their bachelor or bachelorette party? Oh, um, no. Not personally. There's a whole really dark Reddit thread, speaking <gasps> of Reddit, about stories from Bachelor Bachelorette party cheating. And it's... Ugh. So is that a really common time to do I think it? for like trash, trashy people. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to define what a trashy person is because like, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Like, no, the second you said, I'm like, yeah, I know what type yeah. of person. Is it a better sign if you text short messages frequently throughout the day or long messages once or twice a day? Okay, well, this one's really hard for me to... I think... Can you say the question again? Like, is it better to be texting all day short little messages or just like twice a day, but long messages? I think better short ones. I agree. You know? I agree. Just making sure like... Yeah. Also, who wants to talk to someone who's writing them like long essays? (laughs) Get on on the phone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you need to write an essay, pick up the phone. For sure. I love that. This has been so fun. So good. Can you leave us with a quote or piece of advice? I know you already gave us a quote. I gave you guys a which quote. Which we loved. Um, Some advice is, and Lindsay, you might not like this one. I think Uh-oh. for women, and I'm going to talk about dating. I think that you need to, the dude needs to be more into you than you are into him. Oh, I love this. Yeah, I, I just, say that all the time. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that because women by nature are just more nurturing Mm -hmm. and so you need to meet a guy that will meet you in the middle right and so he needs to be more into you than you are into him oh for sure 100% agreed aligned okay love it I love it Lindsay thank you so much you look very hot by the way that's so sweet so do you where can everybody find you follow you and maybe slide into your DMs and listen to all the things please slide into my DMs especially if you're a detox facility (laughs) if you'll buy me a Birkin (laughs) Or if you own a detox facility, it's Sophia with an F and Franklin is my last name spelled with a Y. And then my podcast is Sophia with an F. Love it. Find me. Thanks so much. Thank you. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.